Welcome back to Basketball is Religion. I am your host, Big Matt, joined today by the Gons. Gons, how have you been? Been great. A little disappointed. Sad. Um, for a few reasons. One, there was hardly any basketball to watch this week. Uh, two, the Australia game was a bust. The dunk contest was a bust. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I'm glad we're going into a new week. 1,000%. It's... This week has been very, very interesting because baseball is just getting started. Basketball was on a week break. Football was gone. So what were we watching um, during this? What, what were you watching, Gons, during this break? <laughs> Shamefully, I was watching Love is Blind with my wife. The new season <laughs> phenomenal on Netflix. So there's a little plug for that. Love is Blind. Oh, man. Isn't that the one where they go on dates with each other and they've never met before? Yeah, they're in pods, so they don't get to see each other, but they fall in love with each other through these pods based on just their personality and other traits, taking looks out of it. They're not allowed to ask about looks. And then they propose, and then they meet in real life. And some of them last, but some of them don't last based on the real world and whether it's race or whether it's weight or all these other factors that kind of from the outside world that could break them up. So it's, it's interesting. It's very, very interesting. Yeah. Love is blind on Netflix, right? Yeah. All right. Um, I just been playing a lot of video games, unfortunately, um, picked up Madden when it was like 50% off. So I've been playing a lot of that. It's been a, it's, it's been an off week, but you stated it. Uh, at the st- at the top, the All Star Game was a complete dud this season. The East won by like thirty and put up like two hundred points, but no one cared. Uh, it's the type of game that validates NBA haters. No defense, just a three point contest. Um, I watched a little of the first quarter, then I had to make dinner, and then I tried to watch it after halftime, and it was a complete joke. I turned it off midway through the third quarter the best part of the game was babyface performing the star spangled banner before the all-star game that was pretty good um it was an embarrassment to the game we both love gons how do you improve the all-star game okay well for one who was their performer when they did they even have a performance i don't recall when the starters were announced usually there's some sort of rapper up there an entertainer kind of bringing them out i felt like this year's introduction starting lineup was just that am i am i wrong did i it was in indiana so it's not like you're not gonna get some so is that is nobody wants to go to indiana i mean that maybe maybe you're right yeah babysit was a highlight but he just sang the anthem i mean disappointed entertainment wise i was expecting maybe something at halftime um I think Jennifer Hudson maybe did a little performance, but come on, it's the best you can get for the NBA All-Star game. Where's Drake? Where's all these fans that love the game? Why did you select Indiana then, if that's the case? Because you're right, Matt. There's players like Josh Hart, players that go, that hype up the game, that did not go because he said, hell no, I'm not going to Indiana. Uh, Would the Super Bowl ever be in Indiana? Probably not. I, I that was mistake number one, I think, the location. Number two, these players are drained. I've mentioned this in the chat. They got endorsement meetings, community re- outreach events, um, not to mention Saturday's events and practices. By the time Sunday comes, 
This is a convention for them. They're done. There's nothing left. Third, give these guys give these guys a bag, dude. Because honestly, we saw what happened in the in season tournament. It was competitive. It was fun. I think you just got to give these guys more incentive to play, and that means more money. More money will make this more of a priority. And lastly, I would suggest doing a competitive tournament like the Rising Stars. I like the four teams got broken down to a championship game. We have so many talented players. I think there'd be bigger hype around the game if everyone got to see their favorite player. There's too many All-Stars that are not becoming All-Stars. So NBA, take those four takes away, and I think you're, you'll be much in much better shape next year. The NBA All-Star Weekend used to be called Black Super Bowl because you just have all these people come in for these parties um, Saturday night after the All-Star Saturday night. And just I didn't hear any of any of that last season. The All-Star game was in Utah. This year was in Indiana. So I think you're right. There should be a rotating list of cities where it's like Miami, L.A., Las Vegas, where these guys could where it would be a party atmosphere and not these. I hate to say it, but, you know, more Caucasian, more white cities where you really can't get down. Um, other players, other people, you know, outside influencers can't really get down. You're not going to see Drake, like you said, coming over to Indiana. Um, what's a rapper out of Indiana? I have no idea because it is a, you know, primarily black sport. Um, so you're not going to have a lot of black entertainers. You, you, you're going to get, I, I don't know who you would get from Indiana. So you're right there. Oh, the, the 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 sponsorship. So as far as the, they have too much going on, that was like usually when you play a game and you have to ramp up to it. So they get their practices in the morning and then they have their morning shoot around, then another break and then they play the game. But then in this sort of situation, they have to do all the sponsorship stuff because the NBA is so global now. Uh, sponsorship is so high. You have to attend all these different parties. So you're right. They're attending too much stuff. It's almost like they need to have a break first and then play this game like they like this kind of needs to be like you, you do all your sponsorship stuff on that saturday and then sunday is like a normal game day where you have your normal preparation up leading up to this game so you're not dead tired going into the game so i completely agree there um is that th something you think they should implement guns whereas sunday is more of like you treat that like a game day and not like a sponsorship go talk to everyone day well they could implement it but here's the issue a lot of the stuff isn't the nba like um, George Sedano was on ESPN was saying he literally saw Jason Tatum run across town for his charitable events, for his his stuff, you know, for his special package with Nike, how they want him to come out. So the NBA could try to enforce it and say, hey, you can't do any of your own personal stuff on Sunday. It's dedicated to the game. But then you got to pay the guy more money if you're going to do that, which brought up my other point. Well, I mean, the, with the money, right? So the winners get a hundred thousand dollars, the losers get twenty five grand. Like, it worked for the in season tournament because that sort of money was good for like a Jalen Hood, Shafino, or a Christian Wood who's making minimum, and you make yep. half of your salary right in one win. You're playing As for opposed your to this one, where it's like yeah. maybe half a percent of your salary. I'm like. If you're LeBron James making $45 million a year, what's a hundred grand to 25 grand to him? That's pocket change. So it's like, 
you have to have a sponsor offer up like a million dollars per player. I'm not sure if I'm, I, you know, right? Like, what's the what's the number that would Look, I'm, I'm, make it financially viable for these few players a, to play? A million is high, but the NBA has a lot of money. So if you took it from a hundred thousand dollars to two hundred fifty thousand dollars, I believe that would get their attention. Yeah, it's financial stuff or it's competition in terms of like when I was watching the game. We, LeBron, we'll, we'll get to this point later on, but LeBron James had a hurt ankle and he went for a dunk and he came down a little awkwardly. So I'm like, why are you out there? Get out of there because we need you for this playoff run. So do you feel that the All-Star game is now devalued because I guess in basketball culture and basketball Twitter culture or his fandom culture now, it's, the only thing that really people really care about is winning a championship. Becoming an all-star, playing in the game, that's all doesn't matter because you have to be healthy in, in order to win a championship. So all these other stuff doesn't matter. You have to be completely healthy, completely focused. That's what that's what my mentality was, unfortunately, watching Anthony Davis and LeBron James. They just have to be healthy going into, going into the playoff run because we need them because the Western Conference is so crazy right now, crazy good. So... Does, is the All-Star game now devalued because its rings culture has kind of eclipsed NBA fandom? I, I, to a point, yeah. No one cares about getting the All-Star MVP. You have your certain players. I said Dame Lillard's going to get it. I think he was my top two, and sure enough, he got it. Um, because he can't, I, I knew it cared to him. I know that he's been struggling on Milwaukee, and he's old, and he wanted to prove that he's still relevant. I just believe that uh, they need to switch it up. I, I don't know how. I think Saturday night is okay. I think there needs to be some alterations, but everyone loved the shooting contest. The start- we'll, we'll get there. But then as far as the All-Star game, though, like outside of, you know, you had mentioned the the, the, the Rising Stars actually did that idea that you had. The tournament. Um, where it was the, the tournament, the yeah. four teams. And then so you, you think that that'll – you know, make them feel more competitive to try to to try to play harder. A hundred percent, because you're saying these are my first ter- first team all stars, second team all stars, third team all stars, four team all stars. Tell me the four team all stars isn't going to play their butt off to show, hey, you guys got it wrong. We're not four team all stars, and the first team all star is going to be like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, these guys are playing. We got to play. Like, it's going to change the whole structure of the game. Because now you're tearing these all-stars, and they got chips on their shoulder. Because you're saying, hey, you're ranked fourth, you're ranked one, you're ranked second, you're ranked third. I think it would be an easy fix to do. But it's a sense of pride, right? Like, yeah, if you're yeah. voted your top, your top eight, and then the next top eight, then like, like I think that's how you're, you're, what you're getting at, yes. right? Where it's like your four 100%. tiers of all-stars. So it's like... Do they like it's it's more so pride? Do they care that they're a top ranked all star versus a fourth ranked all star? Um, with them making so much money, does pride come into a factor, or the teams go, "Hey, I know you're a fourth tier all star, but we need you for this all star run. You can't, you know, don't push it too much, or you know, if you get hurt, then we're then we're in trouble for the regular season, right?" I I would say screw the regular season because a lot of these players aren't going to win the championship. This is it for them. Not everyone wins a championship. There's plenty of stars that don't win the championship. If you want the NBA All-Star game to be a bigger priority, make it a bigger priority. Make it a better prize. 
offer more cash incentives, make it more competitive tournament style. I know it hurts the team, but tough. I mean, it's it's a- well. You, if teams are investing millions of dollars in these players, and for them to potentially get injured because they're playing too hard for an All Star game, especially since all these players are the you know the the, the best players, in the, and if they play too hard and they get hurt, then what is the NBA going to recompensate them for the for the lost money that they're going to get for potentially not, not making the playoffs? I, look, if you're injured, don't play. I'm not saying play well, no, if, you, if you get injured during the game. So I'm saying like, that let's say LeBron anywhere. James comes that down. That could happen if they're playing pickup ball, Matt. That could happen when they're playing in USC UCLA in the off season. Well, they're not. They're not playing. Uh, they're not playing these. Um, and yeah, UCLA these pickup games during the season. It's, if anything, they're trying to get rest. But you're now you're trying me to forty put them... minutes of a, a, an amazing athlete, an additional forty minutes of competitive basketball, where some of them play competitive practices, is going to get them injured. That's kind of baloney, man. I don't believe that. Now, if they're hurt, I understand. Don't play. But I don't think 40 minutes of competitive basketball is going to cause an injury. Like, that's – come on. That's... I think that's what it boils down to, though. Like, I, I, I somewhat agree with you because these are professional athletes. If, if anything, they're best conditioned now than they've ever been. So to put yourself out there for 45 minutes or for you know, 30, 45 minutes – I think you should be able to do that, but it's just, you know, the, the, these players are assets now, and teams are more like, okay, you know, go there, but don't try to push it too hard, like you know, like I said earlier. But you're right, because this All Star game used to mean something. You go back to twenty two thousand one with you know Kobe Bryant versus um, versus um, Marbury. That was a great duel. You're just not going to get that anymore, unfortunately, unless. You know, someone like they try. You had Andre Iguodala and for like Dr. J and Larry Bird and also the commissioner Adam Silver try to go to each of these teams to try to like, hey guys, make sure you're gonna, you guys going to be playing hard this year, right? You guys going to be playing hard this year, right? And it just didn't happen. Well, so if you let me go back to your point, when people get injured, just based off your experience, is it mostly on offense or defense? offense 100% the offense is there whether you like it or not they're doing acrobatic dunks and lobs if anything they're asking to get hurt with the moves they're trying to do right they're going above and beyond to show their athletic ability I'm just asking that they play defense defense doesn't typically injure a person so I really really doesn't think it causes injury I think it's a it's a it's a lack of effort because they just don't care yeah I can see that I mean defense Hard defense doesn't necessarily mean injury, but with these with with the amount of money these players are making, I can see where teams are like, okay, kind of kind of chill. Like we don't need you injured. Um, so yeah, I I think you're right as far as they should be playing better defense because yeah. So I I I, I agree with your take. Let's move on to All Star Saturday night. Um, All Star Saturday Night had its moments. I completely missed the skills competition, but I heard Anthony Edwards shot left-handed. The dunk contest, I think, was a joke. Jalen Brown must have been bribing the judges to get into the finals. Mac McClung did his thing, but he wasn't as good as last year. That first dunk, though, off the back, like, where he um, caught off the guy's back, hit off the backboard, or clapped, um, and then dunked it. He should have gotten a 50 for that. He got robbed on that dunk. The only saving grace was the three-point shootout won by Damian Lillard, who went back-to-back. Um, 
Steph and the Steph and Sabrina stuff was really fun outside of Kenny Smith's commentary. Um, what would the Gons do to improve NBA All Star Saturday night? I think you got to go with what works. Everyone shows up for the three point contest. Everyone wants to participate. Why? One, because a lot of these guys aren't athletic anymore, and they don't feel like the the, the contest is below them. Right? They want to show that they're the best marksmen in the NBA. I would create a mid-range contest. Um, it'd be fun to see guys like DeRozan, um, Chris Paul, a few others that just shoot the mid-range, right? Twenty-four. Well, the three-point line is a twenty-footer, right? Where the three-point line is, right? Or it's a little below. Twenty-footer is. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's that's mid-range twenty-footer. Twenty-footer, twenty-footer yeah. contest. Um, it'd be fun to see those guys out there, right? So mid-range, three-point. I, I like the men worse women. I didn't think I would, but I thought it was interesting. She did really, really well. And I, I you know what? I watched. I was tuned in. I'm like, whoa, is she going to be Curry? Um, I was impressed. So with with those, I would do that. I would. I don't know about the dunk contest. We've been here before with it. It took Vince Carter to bring it back, and then it was back for a little while, and you had your Aaron Gordons, and you had certain players, and um, – I feel like it's lost again, and until players of caliber decide to do this, no one's gonna no one's gonna watch. I'm I'm sorry, Mac McClung, but like no one knows who you are, so they're not gonna get excited about you. You know, we know who you are because we're junkies, but other people don't. So I give J- Jalen Brown got points, Matt, because they gave him props for putting himself out there. That's literally what it was. It was like, hey, good for you, dude. You're an all star. You're doing this. So. I, again, if they don't get any names, maybe they should just not do it. Um, but I don't want to see Mac McClung again. I don't want to see G League guys do dunk contests. Uh, at least NBA caliber. If you don't get enough, just cancel it. That's my opinion. And have thrown a mid-range contest. Um, if you want for fun, maybe do something with free throws. You know, that's the best free throws, the worst free throws. Something tying that, that's interesting as well. Yeah, like a free throw contest where each guy is on either side and whoever misses a free throw first loses. Yeah. Or it's like a head to head sort of deal. That'd be that'd, that'd be, be fun. fun. Exactly. Right. You just thought that right off the top of your head. So like NBA, what's going on in your your department? Like, do you need to hire us? Because we're I'm available. I mean, are you available? Would you go work for the NBA? Yeah. The the Yeah, the dunk contest shouldn't be the main event. Like I, I said that last week. Like you're getting these guys, and they're doing these mid-dunks that shouldn't be the main event. If anything, the Steph Curry-Sabrina stuff was the main event. Like, let's be real. Because she was shooting from the NBA three-point line. She was using WNBA balls, yes. But she shot 26. That's just as that's just as good as the guys did. And then you have Caitlin Clark coming in. You, I, I think you should have more WNBA players in the, shoot, in the NBA shootout. They, there was eight competitors. You could have had 12. You could have had 14. Or you could have spread it out where it's like you do half of them or you bring in legends. I, w- I would love to see Larry Bird oh, versus bro, that's a, like Mark Price. That is a right? fantastic idea. A Legends yeah. NBA three-point contest where you have, you know, Ray Allen and you are, yeah. or shit, Denver Shrimp or some, yeah. something incorporated with Gary Payton. He's there anyways. I mean, have them play some sort of game 100 percent, dude there's so many ideas we just threw out we need to can yeah. you tag the nba when you post this so they can listen to this? <laughs> no for sure because the dunk contest lost its luster 
shooting is the main thing with them. Like we kind of saw that with the with the two hundred point um, NBA All Star game. So shooting, bring back the all, bring back the legends, free throw contest. I like a horse competition. Did you see Luca hit those underhand um, half court shot and that thirty foot like high arcing three pointer? Did two of those in a row, and then he did a bouncing three pointer. So give me Luka, Luka Doncic in a horse, um, with, Dame a horse Lillard, with Dame Lillard. I, exactly, I, I right? Like, that. how far can we go? Right? How far can we go back before we make shots? Um, they also had the LED board was the entire court for All-Star Saturday, Saturday night. What were your thoughts on that? Oh, you mean we're like, uh, what's his name? Came out with a Mexico flag? Like yeah, court? so the whole court was an also big screen. That was pretty cool. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Right. So like I was thinking, remember NBA Jam and you had those spots in the court where it was like seven points? Yeah. Like incorporate some stuff like that where it was like the I think the celebrity game had like a four point line. Dude. So something that some would fun be stuff like in that. In the all star game, if those spots would randomly pop up. Exactly, right? Like seven pointer, you have to go shoot from you know the, the, the mid range here to get seven points. That would so, be pretty, something like that'd that. That'd be pretty interesting right. too, yeah. All right, that that'd be fun. But yeah, so NBA All Star, there are ways to improve it. If you're not gonna make any improvements, honestly cancel it because if you're not gonna offer any more money, like we had mentioned, you're not gonna make it more fun and to introduce more more um activities to NBA All-Star Saturday night that make it more interesting than cancel the whole complete weekend. If anything, give them a break midway through the season. Because if anything, these players, you know, go go through this grueling grueling schedule, 70, 82 games, they give them like five days off in the middle of the season. Maybe the All-Stars go do their charity stuff on the side. But if you're not going to do anything extra, just don't have this NBA All-Star stuff. So um, that's just my opinion. Um, let's move on. We actually had games yesterday. Yay. First first set of games for in about a week. Um, I'm glad everyone else got the rest. Um, unfortunately, the Lakers did lose yesterday's game. Um, was it wrong for LeBron to miss yesterday's Warriors game after playing in the All-Star game? I mean, I guess if you're saying he got hurt during the game. Well, no, no, no. He didn't get hurt during the Going into the All-Star game, he had an issue with his ankle. Yeah, and he missed the game prior to the All-Star game, right? Exactly. Yeah. So why are you playing in the All-Star game? I mean, I agree with you there. If you're hurt, if you're hurt, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Laker fan, don't play. Let someone else play. It's You want to be there, you can be there. There's been plenty of times where people go, they act as a captain, they just don't play. Uh, be a coach. I don't know. Um, I was disappointed, and I'm disappointed that you didn't play. And I knew they were going to lose yesterday, honestly. Um, I, 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 I made a bet. I won. You know, I didn't bet on that. I bet on Harden and um, I knew Harden was going to have a good game because he, you know, pissed he wasn't an all-star weekend. And I bet on Zubak coming over, which they both did. Um, so that, but yeah, I knew the Steph Curry was going to come out firing. Right. Um, but you can't win. There were too many people hurt yesterday. If you looked at their injury report, you got what well, you still got Vandy, right? you got LeBron. Um, who else was hurt? Uh, Reddish was still hurt. Reddish. And then C- Christian Wood was hurt. Wood. He randomly during the All-Star break, he's going to miss two weeks. Um, yeah, they're, so they're, he had four rotation players missing for the Lakers. They're in trouble. I know they're on a little bit of a winning streak, and I think that was their first loss in five games. But this is what happens when D'Lo doesn't hit. He is very inconsistent. He's been consistent for three weeks. He had a bad game. He has these. So... Let's just hope it's not. It's just a one-off, and he comes back hot because 
I think he shot at, at don't quote me, maybe four for eleven, four for twelve yesterday. No, it was less than that. I think it was like two of two of eight, yeah. something like that. One of six. So yeah, LeBron uh, LeBron. Uh Dilo had a bad game. If anything, if Dilo has those sort of games, that's what you brought in Spencer Dinwiddie for. He's still trying to acclimate himself with his teammates. So I think when you have those games where Delo's going to have an off night, luckily now you have a guy like Spencer Dinwiddie who can put up buckets for you. How did he do yesterday? He, I didn't. I didn't. He didn't do okay. Yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie. It's going to take a couple weeks for him to get acclimated into this offense. So I wouldn't want. I I wouldn't put any pressure on him to do well now. Give it like a couple weeks. Give it about you know ten games here to, get, to you know get his feet wet with the team and then if Delo has those bad games or he's his defense is off because his defense is predicated by how well his offensive game is doing. if he doesn't have any flow on offense defensively he's gonna, he's gonna get back cut um he's gonna he's gonna miss rotations so if anything that's why you have a Spencer Dinwiddie there to kind of that, that's your if Delo is having a bad game take him out put Spencer Dinwiddie in that's my opinion on that one um as far let, let's go back to LeBron though as far as should he have played last night's game, or was it wrong for him to not play in last night's game, even though he played in the All Star game? Yes, LeBron. Well, uh, f- hold on. As far as my opinion, uh, Le- LeBron is the sport's best ambassador. I believe he's pushing himself to play in more away games, um, so the people who pay to see him all over the country are able to. Minus Boston, because he has a history with Boston. This includes the All Star game. He's not going to be around for long. So he wants to be able to make himself available as much as possible. Um, for yesterday's game, he already played against the Warriors earlier this season in that crazy over double overtime game. I love that. That was maybe the best game of the year. So maybe he didn't feel that same obligation to the people of San Francisco um, to play in that game. So as far as him playing in the All-Star game, he, he knows his stature in the league so he wants to make sure that he's available and plays 14 minutes. I don't think he should have gone for that dunk. I know he kind of had to because it was a fast break, but when he came down on the ankle, I was like, come on, Bron, like, sub yourself out now. And, like, give yourself some room, some rest. So do you agree with that? Like, just because he's, like, the, the sport's best ambassador, he is the best representation of the league that he should have played, even though he had a bad ankle? I think he just needed to be there. I, maybe his point, I did... He did go into the press conference saying he was just going to play a couple minutes. Uh, maybe he did a little more than I would have liked. Um, but definitely, it's, dude, he almost didn't make that dunk. <laughs> if you look at it, he, he it took a little bit for him to get to the rim. Uh, he still threw it down with authority. I I get it. I, okay, Man, you, you have me convinced. I get it. He's in a fast break. He's in an all-star game. What's he going to do? Lay it up? Like, that's a bust, right? Kind of has to do the dunk. Exactly right. Like he's gonna have to be LeBron, but at the detriment, like at, at the at the detriment of, of the Lakers. Unfortunately, he had, he had to miss. Yesterday. I hope he plays in tonight's game against the Spurs. Victor Wembanyama in LA. Well, you know what? Um, it's probably better he plays tonight strategically because I don't. We have not done well. I mean, the Warriors aren't a walk in the park for us. I'm not saying they're a fantastic team, but we struggle with them. With the Spurs, we should dominate them. So I'd rather have a for sure W than have uh, have him play, lose, and then for some reason lose to the Spurs. Like that would be worst case scenario. Yeah, if they lose to the Spurs, something. Um, yeah, it's gonna be. Really it's possible, bad. dude. The Spurs out of nowhere sometimes are really competitive randomly. All right, a couple more LeBron stuff we had to before we move on. Um, he said he's fifty fifty on whether he wants to have a Kobe style retirement tour 
where these people come and praise him, give him the jerseys, give him gifts for his last year and the last year of his career, as opposed to Dim Duncan, who didn't say anything, and then once the once the playoffs were over, he just left. Right? He he didn't have any retirement tour. He just stopped playing. Um, so what do you think LeBron's going to have? Like a Kobe style retirement tour, or a, or a Tim Duncan? Yeah, I'm just going to leave. I think he deserves a Kobe style retirement tour. I fucking hated the Kobe style retirement tour as a Laker fan wanting to win games. It became all about his last time in an arena, and I appreciate that. Um, and it did get nostalgic. I did get emotional when he was at the Garden, and he had memories. But man, at the at the se- second side of me is like, I want to win, and I want to make this about winning. I don't want this to be about someone's retirement party. So I. I Personally, I would like it if he would just bow out. Um, second, it's just it's weird because he's hasn't been a Laker his whole life, so it's not the same. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think he should. I personally hope he doesn't do it, but I wouldn't be mad if he did. He said that he doesn't like his attention like that. He does like he's he doesn't like to be praised. Like, come on, you know what's gonna happen? I take it back, real quick. He's gonna do what what we saw. I think with Kobe, he'll play the first half, announce his retirement halfway through the season, and do the tour his second half. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's like with Kobe, that team that last season just what they went what seventeen and sixty five or something like that, where the team just was not competitive. He had. You know, the young guns and you had Lou Williams. So he kind of identified that that team was going to be crappy. And then he's like, okay, this this is going to be my last season. As a, with LeBron, I don't, do you see LeBron on that sort of team? Like, even at 39, this team is in the playoff race. Like, I don't think you do this sort of retirement tour if your team is still trying to compete for the playoffs, right? Yeah, but I mean, if he signs an extension and the Lakers give it to him. Let, yeah, so there you go. Let's move on to the next last thing I want to talk about with LeBron. It was reported by um, Brian Windhorst of ESPN. I don't think this is LeBron's last stand. I don't think this is the Lakers' last stand. First off, I think LeBron is angling to sign a multi-year deal in the offseason with the Lakers that will be nine figures. That will be even big, uh, bigger than his, the deal he's on now. Now, whether or not he's able to finish that deal... Whether or not the Lakers want to give him a three-year contract and pay him $60 million per year when he's 42 years old, that's a different discussion. Gons, if you were the Lakers' brain trust, would you play a 42-year-old LeBron James a three-year contract worth $180 million total? If they did that, I think I would I would openly just say I'm done with the Lakers. <laughs> I, you guys know me as being 50 fit, like. You know, I'd say 60-40 Lakers clip, 70-30. Some of you guys say 60-40. I would just go – I'd go 100% Clippers. Like, we don't owe him anything. He won us a chip, sure. Maybe give him a statue. We're not going to give him that payout like we did Kobe. Kobe deserved it, okay? He did. He he damn near deserved it. LeBron, he's done enough, but he's also also done not enough. I You're – throwing away our future if you do that so i'm not gonna watch i'm not gonna watch lebron when he's 42 with a struggling team it's yeah that's well that's the thing you're still gonna have anthony davis 
And if reports are correct, you might have Trey Young. So if you have LeBron James, Trey Young, and Anthony Davis, you're really not going to watch that. And who else would want money? Austin Reeves, you might bring back, you know, and then the minimum guys like 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 Phoenix has. It's just a bad, it's not, a bad investment, dude. Come on, it's a bad investment. Like, why, why pay him that much? He's not, he's not one of the best NBA players right now. He's maybe in the top ten right now. Maybe in. Do you do you agree or do you think he's a top five player right now? Not top five. Top. I would say yeah. Ten. Top, ten, top ten. Top top fifteen. Top 15 easily. Okay, yes, I agree. Top 15 players don't make that much money. That's top five money. Well, that's the thing. Every team can offer a quote-unquote super max contract. So you have a lot of players making you know, superstar level money, even though they're just an all-star. So it's as far as, but then with the Lakers, you'd be paying two people like that. And if you're, if you're Trey Young, you're potentially paying three, which you then you run into that issue where we had with Russell Westbrook, who was making $40 million that last season with the Lakers. And his value was maybe a $5 million player like he's making with the, with the Clippers right now. So it's to, to pay a 42 year old LeBron James, $60 million. I agree with you. It's probably not the best investment. The hope is that, Bronny James signs somewhere else or gets drafted somewhere else and another team has to make that sort of payment and we move on with a Trey Young. Hopefully it's Donovan Mitchell, but a Trey Young, Anthony Davis Lakers. So I kind of, I'm about 75, 80% agree with you as far as moving on from LeBron James if he's asking for that much money. Wait, with Bronny James though, realistically, he has to play another year at USC, correct? No, why not? Well, if if you can get LeBron James next year, bro, and by just drafting LeBron James in the like second round, four pitch. points a game. Oh, I know, I know. But if you're Bronny James and he decides to come out this year and he's guaranteed a you know a second round pick from a team that has a billion second round picks, and he could, could potentially get LeBron James that you know maybe he doesn't make maybe he if he decides to play the at, in the minimum contract just because he wants to play with the Sun. Right, he's that that that's one of his goals to, is to play when, with the Sun. When is he? Like, when is his contract up? When's LeBron's contract up? It's a, after this season. He's a, has a player player option, so he can either come back for another year, or you know, or, or, he or, could, or hit for agency, or the team could say take take a little less and come play with your son. Is that what you're getting? At? Exactly, exactly. Interesting, especially if they're a contender. Well, that's the thing. If you're the Oklahoma City Thunder and have, like I said, a, a truckload of picks, why not throw one at Bronny in order to get LeBron James, right? Yeah, no, very possible. Very po- I would like. Yeah. I, I would. I, I would like to see more of the Knicks if that's possible. I don't know. If that, I mean, if if they have picks and they, you know, I think he'd be he'd be fun at the Madison Square Garden, but we'll see. We'll see who takes Barney. So um, last thing, let's go over this Doc Rivers um, stuff over over the break. We had no real games to talk about. So this Doc Rivers thing kind of came out of nowhere. So let's talk about that for a little bit before we leave today. Um, Doc Rivers, who took over as coach of the Milwaukee Bucks midway through the season and is three and seven since becoming head coach, made an interesting comment during the all-star press conference they had on Saturday. Um, taking a job when you're about to go on the toughest road trip of the season is not the smartest decision. Um, I've been, I I even told them, can we wait till all-star break? You know, I could have been a lot, it would have been a lot nicer. 
The end game is what we're playing for. The organization felt strongly that a changes need to be made defensively and things like that. And that's what we're doing. The problem is while you're doing that, you're in the middle of the season. You're in the middle of the season of the toughest trip. Um, he also made an interesting comment that some guys were in Cabo after they lost to like the G League level Memphis Grizzlies because they had mi- they were missing all their star players. So he's just making more excuses now. Uh, this caught some heat from former player turned podcaster JJ Redick, who was on first take, who was basically yelling at the audience um, while on on screen with uh, Stephen A. Smith and um, and Unc uh, Shannon Sharp. I've seen this trend over. Uh, I've seen this trend for years. The trend is always making excuses. Doc, we get it. Taking over a team in the middle of the season is hard, but it's always an excuse. It's always going be. It's always throwing your team under the bus. There's never accountability with that guy. JJ played under Doc on the Lob City Clippers for four years back in the 2010s. What were your thoughts about JJ's comments about Doc Rivers? I thought. Um... Look, some of the excuses you guys even posted today, like, come on, light jet lag. <laughs> it's, but again, I think everyone's overreacting, man. Tyrone, Ty Lu was in the same situation. Um, and he, when they got hardened and he lost a couple games and then they picked it up, like, give the guy some time. I understand he's three and seven. It's only been 10 games. It took Ty Lu like 15, if I'm correct, right? Or maybe it was a 10. Oh, well, and Harden got there. Yeah, they had lost five in a row. You're right. So I, I, I don't see what everyone's panicking about. I think that Milwaukee Bucks need to ignore this. Sure, the media has to talk about it. I just thought it was funny what Austin Rivers says to JJ. He, I mean, d- d- yeah, it was, and that that was a discourse though. I think JJ even even had a response to the that that response to JJ. I could also Pat Beverly. It was more attacking. JJ Reddick's oh you didn't do well at the last end of that Houston series so why is you know why is Doc you, know, you owe your your career to Doc like is that fair for these older players to um, criticize JJ's you know playing as opposed to what was what JJ actually said about Doc Rivers is you know not being held accountable or making more excuses for losses it's all fair in media. Yeah, you're an ex-player. You get the you get the benefit of getting jobs for people that went to school to be call majors, which is a whole another tangent I can go on. Um, you got to deal with the criticism. So sure, bring it. I thought it was interesting and made it. Into, I mean, I he said he said he they had to sit him because he was a defensive liability. You know, he said he says he couldn't put the ball on the floor. Um, it was I thought it was entertainment. So I think. Hey, when you're a former player, you got to it, it is what it is, man. Got to take it. I mean, yeah, because people can go back in your career like Shaq does to Charles Barkley and go you never won any rings. Always. Like you could have yeah. all the accolades, yeah, right? Everything is kind of on the table. Um so even though, even though they're not, you know, addressing the original point, you still have to be able to take criticism. I agree. Um, I, it's getting late here, Gons. I have one more Gons game for you before we leave today. LeBron has now been in 20 All-Star games. He was not selected in his rookie year in, 20, in 2004. In his first year as an All-Star in 2005, name me five Western Conference and five Eastern Conference players, not including LeBron, to play in that game. I have a picture 
of the All-Star Game in 2005. Name me five players from each West and East. All right, shoot off the top of my head. Kobe Bryant. Yep. Yep, Kobe's in the West. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett is there. Grant Hill. Grant Hill is, yes, he's in the East. Um, Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady's there. That's three. Vince Carter. Vince Carter's there. Okay. Um, Shaq? Shaq is there in the East. Yep. So one more in the East. Um, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade did not. Oh, yeah. He is there. It's his first All-Star game, too. So good for so give me give me one more West player. From two thousand five. Um two thousand five. Marbury? No, not there. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson is on the east. Oh, still. okay, okay, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Tim Duncan. Timmy D is there. Okay. So Sean Mar- so in the West, Sean Marion, Kobe, Stoudemire. Uh, Kevin Garnett, Yao Ming, Dirk Davitsky, Tim Duncan, Richard Lewis, Tracy McGrady, Manu Ginobili, Steve Nash, Ray Allen. That's a great all-star team. Really good West all-star team. East all-stars were Anton Jameson, Vince Carter, Ben Wallace, Zeldrunas Elgoskis, um, Shaq, Jermaine O'Neal, LeBron, uh, Grant Hill, uh, Paul Pierce, Dwayne Wade, Allen Iverson, and Gilbert Arenas. That's a good. That's fun, right? Yeah. That's fun, really fun. Um, so as far as the game I have for you tonight, guns. Um, even though they lost last night, Cleveland was on a heater, but I guess this All Star break wasn't great for them. Um, and Philadelphia has been really, really bad since uh, they lost to the Knicks last night. Um, they they're they're just not dwell without Embiid. So for my game for you for to predict, um, the Cleveland Cavaliers are favored. By four points in Philadelphia. Um, who do you have in that game? I'm taking the Cavs easily to win that for sure. Right. The the the, the Sixers just can't put up any points. It's crazy how how like I guess he is the real MVP because if the Sixers are that bad without him, man. Um, another good game we have tonight. Um, we had mentioned the Lakers. They're favored by ten points tonight against the Spurs. Who do you like there? I'm not taking Lakers on a 10-point spread. Sure, they'll win, but the- <laughs> that's a good spread. That's a good line. I mean, yeah, good I line. would take the raw. I would take the Spurs to cover the 10. I see the game going. Lakers getting a convincing lead. Spurs slowly creeping back, creeping back to make it a little bit scary, and then the Lakers finish it. So, um, I would take Spurs um, plus 10. Okay, so the real game. So Cleveland, Philadelphia, no MB. That's not the great game. The real game of the night is the Milwaukee Bucks visiting the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves are fa- are favored by 4 points. Gons, that's the real game of the game of the day. Who do you have there? I take the, I take the four. Bucks on a money line there. You think they're going to come in there, you know, after everything we talked about with Doc? I think it's you think? if if it's a good enough payout, I think they can easily beat this team. As easily lose to this team, but I, I like them to win. I think there's a lot of controversy going around. I think Dame's coming off a really hot, hot game. Uh, I, they're hungry right now. I would, um, I, I will again. It's in Minnesota, but I would still take the Bucks to win money line. I think that's the, that's the that's the best value pick right there. There you go. All right, so that's the betting line for today's games. Um, I'm happy that basketball's back. Gone. Is there anything you want to add before you leave today? 
No, man. Good episode. We'll see you All next right, week. Later. And that'll be it for us today. There was an additional thing I could have gotten into with Gons, but it was we're kind of running out of time. But this is something I'll, I'll talk about here in the outro. Um, additionally, JJ Reddit called out fans the following day, saying that people cared more about his rant about Doc Rivers over his basketball analysis, specifically referencing his YouTube video about Zion being the primary ball handler for the Pelicans, which, as a Laker fan, we saw that directly. You know, with Zion bringing the ball up, he almost scored at will. So for him to have examples of that, of how the Pelicans can be more successful if he is the, their primary, primary ball handler was really, really interesting. Another good wrinkle that the Pelicans can provide uh, for the, up, uh, towards the end of the season. Now, should basketball media be more focused on basketball taxic, tactics and strategy or continue with their drama or top 10 basketball, pass, basketball players of all time content? Um, what do players want more, drama or analysis? I think the casual basketball fans like drama. If there are pods, uh, not pods, there are old well, pods too, but there's parts of the internet parts of YouTube, parts of, you know, where you can get the analytical and tactical content. If you enjoy that sort of stuff. Um, I know in football, they have a show on ESPN that focuses more on tactical stuff, but I guarantee you that sort of, that sort of, that sort of show doesn't get as enough ratings as the general, you know, NFL today or NFL basic content where it's more about drama. It's more about, um, you know, storylines, headlines, as opposed to how, you know, what tactics or what dribble handoff or uh, what type of plays, flare screens, all that sort of stuff for, for, with the NBA. So I think that's why it's, I guess that's why it's called broadcasting, where you try to, you try to get the majority of people interested as opposed to um, a hardcore sect of people trying to get interested in that game. So um, unfortunately, that's kind of just how it is with J.J. Redick. He's trying to thread the needle. I think that when they mention or when Draymond Green mentions new media, that's where the that's where they want to kind of want to educate more of the fans as far as tactically as opposed to this drama stuff. But in the end, it's always going to be more about the generalization of uh, of these players, uh, generalization of of the game. Top ten, this top ten, that. Uh, who is the best point guard or who's playing best now, but not to really kind of show you why. So we'll see. And, you know, J.J. Reddick's trying to thread that needle. So is Draymond Green. We'll see in these next 10 years whether fans really want that sort of hardcore analysis with, mixed into their mainstream media-like narratives. It'll be interesting Interesting to see. Thank you all for the support. Thank you for listening. We're actually going to be commenting on games next week as we head towards the end of the season and into the playoffs, playoff races here and there. So we'll see you next week.